Welcome to the Monday Morning Show. That's Ryan Hensley. I'm Grant Cohn. The Super Bowl was last night. The Chiefs won. It was a very interesting game. Chiefs won 38-35. I felt like it could have went either way. There was the fumble that was returned for a touchdown. Uh, there was some very interesting coaching performances. Um, and then there were the 49ers who were talking crap all couple weeks and, you know, some of what they said was validated, although they weren't the ones to prove it. The Chiefs were. Some of what they said was wrong. Uh, Robbie Gold calling out Jalen Hurts was very very strange in retrospect. But what Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk said about James Bradbury was prescient because he <laughs> lost the freaking game at the end. Uh, yeah. What was your main takeaways about how the Chiefs beat the Eagles? I thought the Eagles would win. Well, I, I will say I did call the Chiefs based on my uh, – Thank you. Thank Golf you very clap. much. Golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the trend continues. Um, I, you know, bring that up. The team that won the Super Bowl last four years now, over 4,000 passing yards, 40 plus touchdown passes. So the That's trend continues. Real. That's yeah. real. Yep. 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 Um, Was he the only quarterback who hit those numbers this year? No, I believe Burrow had an opportunity Burrow. as well. Uh, so that was the Super Bowl, the AFC yeah. Championship game. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So overall, I mean, I thought it was a brilliant performance by Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, I mean, the is, Patrick Mahomes is great and he's tough as hell uh, for being out there, being able to battle yeah. through the injuries. Um, and you know, he's great. He's the best quarterback in yeah. the game right now, in my opinion. But I will say, Andy Reid had wide open touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. You know, um, two. two. Can we talk about that play? Those plays? Because I, I just retweeted. It was the same play. Yeah. With, different, with different guys flipped, and it was in the it was in the red zone. And this was, I mean, it all, all it was was you put a, a man in motion like jet sweep motion. The Eagles schematically pass the guy off, but if the guy in jet sweep motion stops and comes back, no one covers him. Yeah, they they, they pointed it out early. It worked for a touchdown. The Eagles never made an adjustment. They did it again. Fourteen yeah. points off a schematic quirk that Andy Reid discovered. I don't know. The Niners were talking about how they were going to expose the Eagles. They found something. Maybe they saw that first. Maybe they could have gotten to it also. But anyway, the Eagles defensive coordinator. You didn't make that adjustment? That's a Dude, bad. Keep going. You lost, yeah, no, I, dog. I, I, Debo, Debo might be right in regards to the corners. One thing he said that I agree with, which I actually said about the 49ers all year, is that the DBs for the Eagles are all pro because of their line. And I was saying that all you know all year in regards to the 49ers DBs. Not that Tarverius Ward is bad or that the Lenore is bad. It's just that when you have a line like that applying so much pressure, uh, it makes your defensive backs look better than they are. And uh, I, you know, I think that was part of what Debo was talking about. And not that he wasn't true. Right. And I, I like I like them talking trash, man. I like the 49ers talking trash. It doesn't bother me if you play them next year and you back it up. If you walk the walk, you know what I mean. That's what. Yeah, but That's but I'm they didn't beat the Chiefs because I mean, they didn't beat the Eagles because they put up like 150 yards and two touchdowns on James Bradbury. Like James Bradbury did make the mistake at the end, although man, that was that was pretty ticky tack. Like Jimmy Smith mugged Michael uh, Michael Crabtree in the end zone at the end of the Niners Super Bowl. They didn't call anything, but they, I guess the game has changed. They didn't win because they totally exposed Bradbury. I mean, they won because they exposed the defensive coordinator. Yeah. They won because J Jalen Hurts, as, as great as he was in this game, dude, just fumbled the ball and kicked it to the Chiefs and gave him seven points. That was another. Yeah. That was another turning point right there. I That's mean, a game changer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, I, I honestly, people are hard on Jalen Hurts. A lot of Niner fans because they don't like the Eagles or whatever. But I mean, I thought Jalen Hurts game. He, he looked great so outside good. of a fumble. Phenomenal, man. Like really, yeah, really freaking good. And and I think that shows you know the bar is set really high if you want to win a Super mm -hmm. Bowl in this league. You need to have an elite quarterback. And to me, Jalen Hurts looked elite. Patrick Holmes, we all know, is elite. Um, so I think 49ers really need to focus on who their long-term quarterback is. And if it's not Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, if they're not at that level, they need to find somebody who is. And also, I mean, let's be let's be clear. Um, talking about exposing the, the Eagles' defense. Mm -hmm. The one thing about the Eagles' defense that's not fraudulent is their pass rush. You, if you don't have a plan to neutralize that, you're going to lose. And yeah. that's how every team lost to the Eagles. And Andy Reid had a plan. He yeah. had a great well, – first of all, he was balanced. He ran the ball as much as he passed it. He was completely balanced. He had a great screen package. He had constant pocket movement, 
continuously rolling Patrick Mahomes in different. You never knew where he was going to set up. Uh, the ball was getting out of his hands quickly. He did a great job. Also, I think, and I don't want to make excuses, but there, what was up with the field? Everyone was slipping around. Yeah. And it seemed like for whatever was going on, like they put extra, whatever was up with the grass, it was slippery. And that f- really hurt both teams' pass rushes because you couldn't really string moves together. And all of a sudden, I mean, there was no defense in this game. Frankly, there was no yeah. defense in this game. So that, that like helped. A, almost like a rain game with the with – the, Yeah. Yeah. That definitely yeah. helped the Chiefs for sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the Niners – Niner fans swear we would have beat the Eagles, but, I mean, the Eagles knocked out two quarterbacks in the same game. And like you said, it's not like he got hurt in the parking lot. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's like what Kyle that's- needed to have a great plan to protect his quarterback. One. Either yeah. one. Purdy. And Reed one. did. Reed had it. Now, yeah. now again, maybe if, if the Niners had home field advantage, they could have hosed down the field. They could have done whatever Arizona – whatever they needed to do to neutralize yeah. that pass rush because they couldn't do it in Philly. Yeah, I mean, the fact that the 49ers got lost two quarterbacks to the pass rush of yeah. the Eagles and the Chiefs didn't get sacked once with a hobbled Patrick Mahomes with a bad ankle. I yeah. mean, it tells you the importance of protecting the quarterback. Like, yes. your your offensive line has to be yeah. elite, you know, and, and 49ers, yes, it does. They're, trying to, they're trying to scrape by with youth and it, it's not it's not going to work if you want to be if you want to win the Super Bowl. It's trenches, quarterback, coach. Everything else is a bonus, in my opinion. I also think you need a weapon. I mean, Travis Kelsey is a big part of what the Chiefs do, but yeah. that's about it. That's about. I mean, yeah. Chris Jones, he made no impact in this game. There was no defense in this game. And if you want to beat the Chiefs, you got to score 40. And, you know, uh, Eagles only scored 35. So, sorry. Yeah. Good try, but not good enough. This Chiefs team is really, really good. Patrick Mahomes doing this. I mean, he only threw, he didn't even throw for 200 yards. But the fact that the Chiefs could put together this season with him making like, like freaking a sixth of their salary cap, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. That team is not that great. But if you have that coach with two weeks to prepare and that quarterback and that offensive line and that tight end, I mean, good luck, man. Good luck. It doesn't really matter what else, what else they don't have. And Nick Wright made a great point last night on Twitter that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in a rebuilding year. This is a rebuilding they year. Really the they really they did. They really won the Super Bowl. They're only going to get better next year, uh, which is uh, scary to think about. And, you know, it, Eagles are not going to get better next year. I mean, it's no. going to be interesting to see what they are and what what this Niners-Eagles rivalry is going to evolve into next year because I, I don't know if the Niners are going to be better next year either. We'll have to see. But the Eagles, I mean, they lost their offensive coordinator. He was good. I mean, their offense is, I think, it, it, it showed up in the Super Bowl. Their head coach is strange. I mean, you saw he was, he was kind of, I don't know. He, he, yeah. I mean, he was sort of doing what the Niners do, sort of acting like you're a champion, and sort of, I, he, he was like mocking the Chiefs during that during that challenge. Like, hey, why don't you come back? And Jalen Hurts was like, stop. He like actually brought his 24 year old Jalen Hurts, like raked his hand down, and then he was wrong and lost the challenge or whatever it was. Anyway. Yeah. So there's like, that, and then they're going to lose a bunch of players uh, because of free agency, and then they're going to have to give Jalen Hurts a lot of money. I don't know if that team's going to be quite as good next year. I don't. And they got exposed. Is. They can't yeah. just – if you just run a freaking jet sweep and then bring the guy back, it's a touchdown. Like, they got to fix that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, Nick Sirianni, man, he's like a roller coaster. He's crying before the game. That's fine. I mean, I don't knock people That's fine. for crying. But then he's being a jerk. Like, like Yeah. Like – Ten minutes later, like, dude, like, what? Manage your emotions, like, even out. You got to be even kill as a coach, you know. Uh, so he's making gotta, it. He's like a spectacle. Look at him. He's crying. Look yeah. at him. He's strutting. Look at him. He's motioning to the other. Like, what, dude? It's not about you. It is so not about. And Andy Reid, like, who you could say it is about him. His plays are so dazzling. He's like Kyle Shanahan. He draws attention to himself just with this the X's and O's that he draws up. But after the game, he's like, that's no, not about me. It's about Patrick. It's about Travis. It's like, stop, stop, stop. Like, he's great at that. Sirianni's like. It's like, dude, you, dude, what have you done? You, you've had a great start to your career, but you're just another guy who made it to the Super Bowl and lost. You know, he's unbearable. He's unbearable. He's a little man. unbearable at this point. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like Patrick Mahomes' little brother, basically. Oh, got him. 
The yeah. Gold Rush 561 says if Kyle Shanahan drafted Trey Lance to look like Jalen Hurts, then I can't wait till Trey Lance develops. Come on, Kyle Shanahan, let Trey eat. We're going to talk about that. You've anticipated one of our topics. William says, hope Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch learn that if you want to play in that game, number one priority should be O-line and invest time in supporting your quarterback. Develop your rookies on the field. Casey had a bunch of rooks. Trenches, baby. Yeah, I would say so. Keep keep the suggestions coming for John and Kyle because this is their unofficial suggestion box. <laughs> Corey Soto says Niners and fans better hope Lance is what they thought because after watching the Super Bowl, Purdy just isn't going to be that guy. Too small, an arm is too weak. You need a guy who can do it without a supremely talented roster. You need a guy who has supreme talent. And Jalen Hurts, he's a second round pick. I don't understand. I, dude, that guy, that guy is a supreme talent, and even he wasn't good enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right now, I, I don't know how you beat. The Chiefs. You just got to – he was hurt too. Mahomes was hurt. Yeah. And he still couldn't beat him. 38 points? Man, I don't know, man. Reed, Kelsey, Reed, Reed, Kelsey, Mahomes. That's, it's the trifecta right there. That's pretty tough. Yeah. Josh Wyatt says the Chiefs won because running your quarterback up the middle will always eventually result in uh, bad game losing things, and you can't avoid them for three, four games in a row against the playoff NFL defenses. Yeah, I guess, man. I mean, he just fumbled. He wasn't even touched. And every other run they had in that game with him was so effective. He's such a good runner. I yeah. love the way they run him on third and fourth down. But yeah, man, I mean that was that was it. All he needed was one. He's a different. He's a different beast, man. He's, the, he's crazy. I, I, and I respect his. I really respect his mental. Like that's what I. One thing I really like about Jalen Hurts. He's got the mind. The the yeah. kind of guy you want as a quarterback, a franchise quarterback. Chauncey Johnson to the Niners if Jimmy Ward leaves. I mean, hell of a player. Yeah. Hell of a player. Absolutely. Weak in the, the, the Eagles. Sirianni outcoached Reed. No. I, no. Although I do think that the Eagles on offense did a great job. I mean, really, yeah. other than that one turnover, did a great did, job. He, didn't even call, he doesn't even call the plays, Sirianni. Yeah. Um, but no, their defensive coordinator was, a, was a, atrocious. Okay. So the Eagles exposed a little bit. They lost to the Chiefs. Niner fans and Niner players, people, personnel feel that this NFC championship was robbed from them. They lost in a fluke way, and if they had, if they had had their quarterback, they would have beaten the Eagles and been in the Super Bowl and been able to face the Chiefs again. Do you think the Niners, if all that had happened and Purdy was healthy, would have beaten the Chiefs? No, I don't. I, I don't think. My honest opinion is I don't think we beat the Eagles. Now, it would have been more competitive had Purdy stayed healthy, but I don't think we beat the Eagles. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. The Niners didn't have the the offensive line or the plan to neutralize that pass rush in Philly. They didn't have it. But let's say they did. (laughs) Right? And I mean, like, okay, let's say they did, though. Uh-huh. Let's say what something happened and Jalen Hurts gets got hurt, you know, and he was and the Niners move on that way and they just find themselves in the Super Bowl. I don't see how. I don't see how. The trenches uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles are both better on offensive line, defensive line. They're, they're maybe not yeah, they're better at both. Their their lines, yeah. their trenches are strong. 49ers have to invest in that. And they don't have a quarterback at that skill level yet. I don't think Brock Purdy is, I mean, to one of your commenters, I don't think he's elite. I think Brock Purdy could be you know, top 15, maybe. Um, I think he's kind of mid when it comes to talent level. He's a gamer. He's got a good mind. But I just don't think his he's that elite quarterback that's going to be able to hang with the Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think we have the offensive line or defensive line equipped to, to take on these teams. I just really – I don't believe that. You know, you and I were both talking about the offensive line before the season was the yeah, biggest concern, and it turned out to be. It was funny. It was Brandon Ayuk and – Debo all saying that, you know, the Chiefs were going to expose the Eagles' defense. Um, didn't the Chiefs expose the Niners' defense? I mean, they played the Chiefs. The Chiefs put up 44. And a lot of people people say, like, oh, the Niners were missing people. Who were they missing? They were missing Armstead. Okay. Give them Armstead. Is that really going to change things? They were missing Kinlaw. Okay. They were missing Mosley. Well, he wasn't coming back. So it seems like the Eagles, that's what the Eagles do. And from what we saw in this game, with the, with the, what the grass was, the field conditions, Nick Bosa wasn't going to take over that game. The Niners' pass rush wasn't going to take over that game. To beat the Chiefs last night, you had to score 39. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know the Niners have put up big numbers with Brock Purdy, but I don't think they were going to score 39 against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and that needs to be their f- focus going forward. I don't think you can you can bank on defense 
winning, beating the Chiefs. They're not. They tried with that three, four years ago. You can't. Yeah. You got to outscore them. Yeah. You got to. And that uh, part of that is having a dominant offensive line. It's going to be hard to outscore the Chiefs when they have a dominant offensive line. You don't. 49ers have been defense-focused, followed by, on offense, Yak. Yak doesn't work against other good defenses, right? You can't run yep. through a million guys. you got to be able yep. to stretch the field. And uh, yep. Brock Purdy throws the ball under 10 yards, 10 yards or less, 69% of the time. So 7 out of 10 times, it's it's under 10 yards, right? Trey Lance is 50%. So yeah. my hope is that Trey Lance develops into like a Jalen Hurts-type passer. I don't think he's the same type of runner, but – you need an elite type quarterback that can stretch the field. You need an offense that can score quickly with the passing game in order to beat the Chiefs. You can, you can kind of like try to slow them down a little bit, but you're never going to be able to stop them. They have the ability to score quickly whenever they want to. And if you want to be able to beat a team like the Chiefs, you got to be able to do the same. Thing. Score quickly, yes. Yeah. You're not yeah. gonna, you're not gonna play ball control with them. You're not gonna beat them running the ball and and playing defense and and sacking Mahomes. It's not gonna happen. You have to be prepared for them to score 38 points. That's who wins the Super Bowl nowadays. Last four years, you got to be able to put up points in the passing game, be able to score quickly. And look at some of these defensive penalties they call with the game on the line. Like if you touch a guy's jersey, it's defensive holding. I mean, they they did that to the Bengals last year. I, I know people don't really remember, and no one's going to remember that call against Bradbury in a week. But last year there was a controversial call on some linebacker on the Bengals with a couple minutes left in that game, and. It was ticky-tack. Like, they're not going to let defenses win this game by the way they used to 15, 20 years ago. It used to be, hey, a couple tw- last two minutes, you swallow the whistle. You, yeah. You're not. But now they're, they're not going to let defenses do that. They want offenses to win the game. They want the quarterbacks and the wide receivers to be the stars. So you need to be fully committed to your offense. And the Niners are not fully committed to it. You know, Kyle yeah. Shanahan feels he's so good that as long as he has weapons that he can sort of scheme up he can help out the quarterback in the offensive line. Just give me a left tackle and a bunch of weapons, and I'll be good. And you're like, nah, man, you need a serious, talented quarterback, and you need a center. You need yeah. a right tackle who's not just a freaking – yes, you need, you need yeah. more talent. Because yeah. Andy Reid is just as good as you or better, and he has that talent. And you can't, You're not that much better than Andy Reid that you can beat him with Brock Purdy. Sorry. You can't. Well, you're not. You're not better than Andy Reid. I'm sorry, but that's my opinion. You're not better in general. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan's going to have – they need a great offensive line. They need a good defensive line. They need to find out if Trey Lance is the guy or not. If he's not, move on. If Brock Purdy's not, move on. And Kyle Shanahan, when he gets to the Super Bowl again, if he he gets there, I think he might, he's going to have to call a perfect game. He can't have these errors with challenging and and not being aggressive. And he's going to have to call the perfect game. That's what Like Andy Reid just did. Andy Reid just did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Andy Reid didn't, you know, he lost a lot of NFC Championship games early in his career. He matured. And it's not just that he, I mean, clearly it's not just that he got Patrick Mahomes. He just called the perfect game. So it's like, Kyle, everyone wants to compare you to Andy Reid. Well, now it's time for you to have the same maturity. And what's funny is, we talk about he's got to find the quarterback. Man, he passed on Mahomes and Hurts. They fell to him. And he was like, "Mm, nope, not not my style. I don't want that. And then he traded up for Trey Lance. So you know what? Make it work. Yeah. And if it doesn't work with Trey, keep trying to bring in, as long as Jed Lurk lets you coach here, which I'm sure yeah. is going to be forever, uh, keep bringing in uh, quarterbacks with big-time talent, not just guys you can get in the seventh round who fit your scheme Yeah. because talent trumps scheme. And if Andy Reid can make a big-time talent from the freaking uh, air raid offense fit his scheme, so can you. Yeah, they so, got to get a quarterback. They got to get the line. I'm going to say it again. They got to get the offensive line. They got to get the defensive line. They got to get the quarterback. And Kyle Shanahan has to mature as a play. Uh, not really just a play caller, just a game manager. I was going in the in the Super Bowl thinking, man, the Niners really got to improve their pass rush because the two best pass rushes are in the Super Bowl. But neither pass rush was a factor in this Super Bowl. It was all offensive line. It was the fact yeah. that you could see these are the two best offensive lines in the league. And yeah. and that's it's – they also have great quarterbacks, but it really helped that Patrick Mahomes didn't get touched as great as he is. So the, the Niners, I mean, that, yeah. The, the trouble with that is that right tackle, Mike McGlinchey, as much as we complain about him, he might be the best one available on the free agency. He's going to be too expensive for the 49ers to retain. So they're going to have to find a replacement for Mike McGlinchey that costs less than Mike McGlinchey. I don't know where that's coming from. They're going to have to right. find one maybe 
a, a diamond in the rough in free agency or maybe within. I don't I don't know where it's coming from, but that's going to be the challenge, the big challenge. It's hard to spend big on your right tackle when you have the highest paid left tackle in the league. Yeah, hard to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You might be better off spending at center. But again, the Niners could have had Creed Humphrey. They didn't draft him. They took Aaron Banks, who's solid. Creed Humphrey is excellent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the Niners got to do a way better job of drafting these positions. The thing about the trenches is when they, when these players get to free agency, the good ones, they're really expensive. Yeah, can't afford Really it. expensive because it's hard to find big people in the world. There's way yeah. more little people. So it's yeah. what, what the Eagles do is they just keep drafting them, even if there's not a need. You just keep yeah. drafting them. It's easier to sign corners and wide receivers and trade for those guys. Uh, stick to your Brock and the Eagles. Stick your Brock in the Eagles. They're done on hood. On Hood, on Mamas, on Grand C. Tuz. Uh, Flavor, Reborn Restoration says, that L to the Eagles has a legit asterisk. Keep it a G. All your hypothetical outcomes are anti-Niners. You're absolutely biased, fam. Keep it a G. All right, fam. I kept, I'm going to keep it a G for him, fam. <laughs> Joshua Wyatt says, if Hertz couldn't get it done with that roster, he will never get it done. He will only get older, slower, and more expensive. It's a failed formula when all of the rules favor downfield throwing. But, but again, Joshua... He lost to Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there's any shame in that. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen. I, what what is the formula for beating Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I the Eagles. I, I mean, the, the Bengals have have Joe Burrow. He's a, he's on a rookie deal. He throws the ball down the field. Couldn't get it done. I don't know what the what the formula is for beating the Chiefs right now. And honestly, man, hurts with that. So outside of the hell Mary at the end, I don't know what happened there. It slipped. I don't yeah, know what it was. Or and and maybe throwing in double coverage once or twice. I thought he was. A really good thrower of the they football. Put up thirty-five. Yeah, I thought he was. They put up thirty-five. I don't yeah. know. It wasn't. They didn't lose because their offense. They lost because their defensive coordinator. Apparently, all he does, he's one. Who is he? Where did they? Know. Where is this guy? Well, he's, okay, he's probably in his thirties. He's probably like connected to Vic Fangio somehow. And so, yeah. someone wanted that. He's a scheme coach. What he does is he does the too high thing all the time. And he forces you to check down, and he doesn't give up a big play, and he relies on his offense getting a lead and his pass rush feasting. So you don't do anything. All of a sudden, your pass rush doesn't do anything. What do you do? Nothing. Is there a, is there a pressure? Is there a blitz that you could? No. Oh, and yeah. then you're giving up touchdowns wide open in the red zone because there's this little quirk in your good, and you don't adjust. Nice. Well, you suck. At all? Did they even blitz? In the I didn't. Game? I mean, they got no pressure in the game, yeah. so that's yeah. on him. You can't let that happen. Well, the coaches always say, if you don't, if you can't get there with four, you bring five. If you can't get there with five, you bring six. You cannot allow a team to go through a game without pressure. Otherwise, you're gonna lose. You're yeah. gonna lose. If I say, oh, Patrick Mahomes gonna get sacked zero times in the Super Bowl, oh, for sure he's gonna win. For sure. Game over. Yeah. Game over. I mean, Tampa Bay beat uh, Patrick Mahomes by being all over pressure. Like, yeah, the whole game. that's it. Yeah. Anoop says Niners ain't beating Andy Reid with Kyle. Niners make 2024 Super Bowl and lose to Kansas City. Would you trade Kyle and sign Bianami? I would. Redo O and D lines ASAP. I mean, that's that's a lot of that's down the line and a couple of hypotheticals. But yeah, if Kyle Shanahan keeps not getting it done, I would trade him. And I don't know, work for the Warriors with Mark Jackson. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, you gotta ask yourself if a coach can get this team over the hump. Chris Telerico says Niners' biggest takeaway should be to not pay Bosa and to trade Trent. Uh, one great trench player on either side isn't enough. Man, I totally know what you mean, Chris. It's uh, it's not a popular thing to say, and the Niners aren't going to do it, but it I do feel like it's tough to have dominant trenches when you're paying two guys that much money. But we'll see. Yeah, We'll see. It's an experiment. I mean, yeah, I hate, look, I hate to, I mean, the Eagles, hate. the Chiefs are spending big money on Mahomes and it worked out. So if Bosa is that great, he can make it work. But still, it's tough. I don't think, I don't, I just don't think your offense and defensive line get better without Bosa and Trent. You need those guys and you need to add to it. You're subtracting. I don't know. Well, what have, you'd have to trade them for multiple starters and you'd have to get them yeah. all right. You can't yeah. trade them for draft picks and miss a couple or you'd have to That'd trade them for multiple starters and end up with a super, but it's, can you really do that? Hard to do. Yeah. Jordan says spend big on LT and equal no line equals spend big on D line equal no line. Yeah, man. They got to figure They want to go cheap at quarterback, right? Because quarterback is an expensive position. If you go cheap there, you can spend on the rest of your team. Well, LT and DN are the two most of the two next highest paid positions, and now they're getting quarterback money. $30 million, 12% of the cap. Well, I mean, same logic applies. The Niners have to decide if they want to spend quarterback money on a 35-year-old left tackle. He's great. Still, that's a lot of money. 
Yeah. Casey blocked Hassan with multiple tight ends, fiery. They didn't leave Hassan Reddick one-on-one with a backup tight end. They were double-teaming him with multiple players. But again, I like that Niner fans feel vindicated because Andy Reid did something that they couldn't do. Legendary answers, Niner says, Tampa beat KC in the Super Bowl. KC had a much better roster than they did last night. And Tampa Bay had less talented roster than the Eagles. Uh, Tampa Bay, no, the, the, the Chiefs were missing their left tackle, their right tackle. The Chiefs had a terrible offensive line that game. Last night, they had a great offensive line. Orlando Brown wasn't there two years ago. Yeah. Creed Humphrey wasn't there. Um, Scotty Dippin says, there is clearly levels to these play-calling geniuses. Andy Reid always shows me something that I've never seen before. Helps to have 15, but damn. Well, I think the thing with Andy Reid is he's got experience. It's one thing to be a genius like Kyle and to know everything, but experience is something you can't fake. And when you get into the Super Bowl, I, I, I just feel like Andy Reid, the experience gap was a huge uh, advantage for him against whoever the hell Gannon is over in Philly. Like, I don't know. When the Eagles were up matters. 10, Eagles were up 10, I just, I knew, I just felt like they were coming it's back. It's the magic number. It's the magic yeah. number. Didn't yep. work for the Niners. Nope. Jason says, Armstead and Warner have no guaranteed money going forward. Could either be trade, cut, restructured candidates to free up money. Let's look at Eric Armstead. I believe they're going to restructure. They could, I think they're definitely going to do Warner. They can probably do Armstead also. They can restructure Let's both. Let's look at Armstead guys. because Armstead's about to be 30. He has no guaranteed money left. That is true. So if they were to... But if they were to cut him, they'd have $21 million in dead cap. So I don't really know how that works. I'm not a capologist. Someone explain that to me. I think they're going to re- try to restructure. The Niners have a lot of potential with they restructure. They have several guys they could restructure and free up a ton of money. You know, they could they have the potential of having like $38 million in cap space or something like that. With yeah, sure. They can do it. But it's just like how many, how many older players do you want to restructure? Because eventually if you keep doing that, you end up, you know, you the Saints or the, or the Falcons for a year where you kind of just have to like gut your team. Eventually. Yeah. Well, what's uh, crazy that's, is yeah. year, not this year, but the year after, that's when Debo's salary is going to be hitting. That's when Nick Bosa's salary is going to be hitting. They're going to be – It's going to get bad. Yeah, this bad. year they'll be okay. The year after is going to be – It's like, yeah, the Niners aren't paying for quarterbacks, but they are paying through the nose for certain positions. Like at the highest yeah. paid tight end, the highest paid running back, one of the highest paid wide receivers, the highest paid left tackle, the highest paid defensive – I mean, whoa – like yeah. it, it's not exactly a bargain roster. It's very, it's a very top heavy roster, and they do a good job of drafting and developing in the later rounds. They got to keep doing that. They got to not, is, they got to not stop that. This is one of the stars last season with the 49ers. I don't know who it's going to be. Ayu, Debo, somebody, Kittle. I don't know. Somebody's going to have maybe. to go. Not this year, but the year after, somebody's mm-hmm. going to have to go. Yeah. Isn't Jalen Hurts still on a rookie contract next year? That is true. He's going to get an extension, but it doesn't kick in until the year after. So they yeah. sh- they should be able to retool and still be good, but they're going to have to retool. And I bet you James Bradbury won't be back there next year. <laughs> yeah. So Jalen Hurts is, I mean, everyone wants Jalen Hurts right now. He was a second round pick. Everyone had a chance to draft him. The Eagles had the foresight. They developed him. They, they took him from a guy that no one really, I mean, no one was saw as a franchise quarterback to a guy who went, you know, blow for blow with Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and came three points short. Uh, cut to the 49ers. You're looking at Brock Purdy like, mm, great story, but you're coming off an injury, and boy, you have nothing in common with Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You might just be more of a great story than a great quarterback, but next to you is Trey Lance, who's even younger and, frankly, has a whole lot in common from a skill set perspective as uh, Jalen Hurts, younger, bigger, um, maybe not as fast, but uh, similar. So I yeah. think Niner fans are thinking, hey, Hey, could Trey Lance be the next Jalen Hurts? I think there's things about Trey Lance that are better than Jalen Hurts and things that are that different. They have similarities, uh, things that Jalen Hurts is better at. Like, to me, I think Jalen Hurts is a better runner of the football. I think he looks more like He's so athlete. good. Yeah. He's yeah, really like, good. He, he runs like a running back. Trey Lance runs kind of straight up. He doesn't look like he should be run. He definitely shouldn't be run between the tackles. If you're a straight-up runner and you're a quarterback – and you're running between the tackles, that's an absolute formula for disaster. Well, Hurts is sort of built like a running back, too. He's 6'1", 225, and he's power squat, lifter. Like, he squats. Uh, uh, like yeah, he stays low to the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. They, yeah. they, run, they have different styles of running. Like I know uh, Jalen Hurts is 40 times. I believe it was a 4.5. 4.59. 4.59. Yeah, Which Lance isn't was, overwhelming, although it's very good. It's very good. Yeah. 
and yeah. there's actually people have said that Trey Lance is his trainer. It's not official, but they said Trey Lance is about a four five nine. But the difference is yeah. the quickness, the short area quickness. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has that. It seems like Trey maybe there. maybe builds up as he gets downfield, but that initial yeah. burst. I mean, Brock yeah. Purdy seems like he has a more initial burst than Trey Lance, frankly. Yeah, their top speed, Trey Lance, Jalen Hurts, very similar. But as far as like short area quickness, I think the advantage goes to Jalen Hurts. Now, where they are similar, and maybe Trey Lance even has a better advantage, I think Trey Lance has a stronger arm than Jalen Hurts. And if you look yeah. at their numbers between their first four games of their, their passing numbers, for their first four games, which is a very small sample size, Trey Lance's numbers were actually slightly better than Jalen Hurts. So the Eagles invested in Jalen Hurts, believed in him, developed him, and turned him into an MVP-type quarterback that we saw this year that took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. 49ers have yet to do that in Trey Lance. They've been bullshitting, excuse my language, but that's what they've been doing with guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and even Brock Purdy. I like Brock Purdy, but he is basically an upgrade over Jimmy, right? He's he's more elusive in the pocket, but as far as like arm talent, they're very similar I don't think Brock Purdy is that guy, in my opinion. I know that's going to piss off everybody watching this, but that's just how I feel. I don't know if Trey Lance is, but they got to find out because otherwise they're just going to continue bullshitting and messing around, right? Find your guy. And if he's if Trey Lance is the guy, I'll be the first one to tell you, let's move on. But I just want to see. You got to know. You got to know. You gave up too much. He's too talented. He's too young. You got to find out. Because if you don't, he could go to another team and end up being the next Jalen Hurts or better. And then you look so, so, so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. Got to find out. And what's interesting, not what's intriguing, not intriguing, but what's interesting about this situation with Brock Purdy and his elbow is it gives the Niners an opportunity to find out what they have in Lance. Go slow with Brock. It's his, his future's at stake. He does look like he could be a quality starting quarterback for you or better. Take it easy with him. If he's not going to be there in training camp and he's not even going to be ready to start throwing till the end of August, take it easy with them. Ramp them up slowly. Give Trey Lance a chance because really like rushing Brock Purdy back on an 85% arm doesn't necessarily guarantee you a bunch of wins early in the season anyway. Don't jeopardize, don't jeopardize his future. Bring him back slowly and give Trey Lance a chance. All I mean, we are saying... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give Lance a chance. Okay. <laughs> If they go with Brock Purdy, they're just saying, oh, we're cool with the offense the way it's been for the last six years, which is short dump offs, yards after catch. And yep. why are you going to continue to do the same thing over and over again and you haven't had the results that you wanted? Trey Lance is something different that Kyle mm -hmm. Shannon has never had uh, in his time with the 49ers. See what it can be, you know, and if it's not, keep searching. But I don't think the formula for short dump offs passing seven out of 10 passes under 10 yards is the formula for beating Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. You might win some I games, agree. but you're not beating Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. And I think with, with Lance, what he needs to show, I'm not saying he's going to be Jalen Hurts, but what he needs to show when he gets this opportunity this year, he needs to show he can hit the layups. You know, like there are a lot of short throws in this offense. If you can hit though, like Jalen Hurts has been able to do with the Eagles. He had the same front leg lock. He, he uh, worked on it, fixed it, and now he can hit the layups and, and complete two-thirds of his throws if Lance can hit the layups he can hit the the the, the sideline throws the intermediate throws the deep throws but yeah. if he can't hit the layups then he's not going to be a successful starting quarterback uh that's you know the stuff that Brock Purdy does really really well and yeah. frankly they're layups so I'm not betting against Trey Lance here uh Jalen Hurts figured it out he he worked it out Lance can too it's just that he's had to spend so much time rehabbing yeah. I don't know if he's been able to spend the same time on task on mechanics that um Hurts has but that's what the offseason is for. Let's see what happens. And another big thing for me is a lot of fans, a lot of media, a lot of content creators yesterday talking about, you know, this could be Trey Lance. I don't believe that. To me, Trey Lance does not have that the same short area quickness to get outside like Jalen Hurts. He's that's why, you know, based on Kyle Shanahan's record, what we've seen him say about running quarterbacks with Trey Lance's type of ability. It, it favors going through the middle, but Trey Lance is an upright runner. And mm -hmm. if you run him through the middle, he's going to get hurt. So I'm not saying don't ever run Trey Lance, but you have to do it in a certain way. Trey Lance is going to be most effective as a runner on the off script stuff. You know, implement that quarterback, quarterback sneak by all means, though, please, because that <laughs> that is unstoppable. I think Trey Lance would be oh really God. good at that. But, you know, I, Trey Lance is not Jalen Hurst when it comes to running. And if you run him that way, he's either going to get hurt or he's not going to be effective. They need to 
I think like Kyle Shanahan that had this picture in his mind of who he thought Trey Lance was going to be, and it doesn't match up with who Trey Lance actually is. And he needs to adjust and cater to Trey Lance's strengths, which is his arm and his ability to make plays outside of the pocket off script. That's where he's going to be effective as a runner, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think that you can't give up on Trey Lance as a runner um, because I do think that that 11-on-11 could really supercharge the Niners offense the way it did with Philly. And it's just, I, I just like the way that Shane Steichen and Nick Sirianni run him hurts better than the way Shanahan he did it with RG3 too like it's he seems kind of like he doesn't want to coach a mobile quarterback and he gets one and he's like okay I, I mean I'm smart enough I can do it but he's gonna get hurt and there's nothing I can do about that so here we go and then he gets hurt like I told you whereas you got in, in Philly they're like okay we can do this we ha- we want a mobile it's not that we're stuck with a mobile quarterback we want a mobile quarterback and we are going to use him in such a way that we think we can protect him so they're running him on like third downs, fourth down, like high reward situations. And it's not over and over. It's not a steady diet of it. It's a lot of handoffs. And then when you least expect it, it's like quarterback counter. It's st- And then, of course, Jalen Hurts, to your point, is very elusive and strong and very good. But I, I think that Kyle could do a better job of running, Jaylen, uh, of running Trey Lance. I, I don't think you just turn him into Joe Burrow. I think you do want to use um, him. You don't yeah. just turn him into Joe Burrow, but... Kyle, like, you got to want to protect your mobile quarterback. You didn't I, – I, I think he has his attitude of, well, well here we go. See what happens. But you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I really think Trey Lance's best stuff is going to be off script. But I'm not saying totally abandon him as a runner, but just do it intelligently, right? Do it – Think about this. Think about this. Week one next year, him and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christian McCaffrey could average seven yards a carry just because he's running his own read – with Trey Lance and defenses think Lance is going to keep it because that's his reputation. Like, yeah, not really. He could just be handing off from the from the shotgun, and all of a sudden the Niners' uh, running backs go crazy. Like with Philly, their running backs are not that great. Miles Sanders did nothing. Kenneth Gainwell's okay. I, I, he has to run for them to have mm-hmm. a running game. With, with the Niners, just the threat of him maybe running supercharges yeah. everyone else. Just the threat. That that's the just thing. the threat. Run yes. Him enough, run them enough to where it's like a threat. Just enough. And then let yeah, the, show the zone read, but you don't have to fucking sorry, you don't have to keep yeah. it all the yeah. time. Like that's what killed me with the way they use him is he's he's not the the he's not, he doesn't have to be your leading rusher. Right. He doesn't have to be. He can right. be the second leading rusher or frankly on this team, he could be the fifth leading rusher because you have yeah. so many guys. But he's a factor and you don't know when he's going to get the ball and when he does, it's a touchdown. It's a first down on third down. It's not second and nine in the first yeah. quarter. It's that's, not that. Yeah. That's it. He's the fifth best yeah. rusher on the 49ers, Trey Lance. Yeah. And, yes, and I'm he not is. To, I'm not trying to insult him, but that's the truth. McCaffrey's better. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell's better. Debo's better. Jordan Mason. Ray Ray's better. Jordan Mason. Jordan. So yeah. all those guys, Trey can enhance them. Yeah. And then if he keeps it four times a game, two are off script, two are zone read or whatever, two are design runs, and one's a touchdown. One's a first down. Game changing place. I don't even care how many off-script stuff he runs because that's yeah. a more a more situation, right? You can run it five times off-script for all I care. <laughs> it's the design runs that don't put him in a position to succeed. If he again, he's an upright runner. On oh, first and ten between the yeah. tackles, like yeah, let's establish the run with Trey Lance. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's your quarterback. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man, that's crazy. And I feel like he did that stuff with RG three too. Like, okay, this is my featured rusher. Like, oh man, no, yeah. not like that. Yeah. And I, I know that Jalen Hurts runs the ball like 10, 11 times a game, but if you watch it, it's in high leverage moments, and they do a great job of protecting him. They have a great offensive line. He's not getting – like, Trey Lance was getting obliterated, you know, carrying people on his back, getting two, three people's – like, hey, th- th- no he's one gets shots like that on Jalen Hurts. No one gets shots like that on Jalen Hurts. Also, Trey Lance is used to running people over – at North Dakota State, it's in his mind. That's the way he runs. He's not going to be able to do that in the NFL. He's going no. to get hurt. So Kyle Shanahan has to understand that. Like, he, that's not going to work. And until Trey Lance either adjusts or learns to run in a different manner, Kyle Shanahan has to adjust the way he uses them. And I don't know if Trey Lance is ever going to change. I don't know if you go from being an upright runner that trucks people into a, a more elusive down, you know, shoulder pads down runner. I don't see that. I don't see Trey Lance – Turning into no. that, that's not who he is. No, but I, I feel like as a, the quarterback running thing, it's, it's supposed to be the element of surprise. 
It's su- yeah. And e- even though the Eagles do it a lot with Jalen Hurts, it's a surprise when they do it. And I feel like if, if the Niners can get that, then it'll be okay. Like, what my adjustment would just be early in the season, don't run him. Line up in the shotgun, make it look like the zone read, but just hand off because defenses, defenses are expecting you to run him. And when they finally adjust, then you spring him. When, when, and he'll be no one will be tracking him as he runs. So that would be my adjustment. Yeah. Right there. Save it, save it from when you absolutely Decoy. need it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Decoy. Garrett Starr says, did you see Fangio help the Eagles scheme? Hilarious, man. <laughs> so funny. Because, you know, he didn't do so good in the Super Bowl with the Niners. That yeah. defense was not prepared. They needed the freaking power to go out for them to like regroup. I saw he helped with the offensive scheme, which was interesting. Not the defensive scheme. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe he should be the offensive coordinator. <laughs> I hate the Purdy hype. He will never beat Mahomes. Says Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. What does Birdman think? What does Lil Wayne think? <laughs> yeah. Phil says, uh, Grant, who would you trade Kittle? Who would you trade Kittle or Debo? I'm thinking Debo if he has another season like he did this year. Kittle's almost 30. Kittle. Kittle. Uh, I don't know. They're both. I mean, Kittle's a lot cheaper than Debo. Uh, it, it, far, I mean, not this year, but the next year. After. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And you don't have to worry about Kittle being in shape, although he could miss games too. And what Kittle's exactly is what? Debo? What exactly is Debo? Like he's, That's a good he's, question. A run- he's a gadget player. They no longer necessarily eat because they have McCaffrey, who's another gadget player. Who's better? Yeah. He's not a receiver. Uh, yeah, he's the guy who takes a bunch of touches away from Ayuk and Kittle. Yeah. Tell Jed to spend more money on O-line, not defense. I'll tell him. Hey, write him a letter, everyone. I'll <laughs> sign it. John says, Grant, Niner fans gripe is Eagles-Niners game is cold. 49er fans gripe is Eagles-Niners game is closer with no injury. Fix the damn O-line. Fix the D-line. Simple. Niners win it all. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like, if you felt that... The Eagles weren't that good. Well, you didn't have the O-line to prove it. So now, do what the Chiefs did when they lost the Super Bowl. Like, really commit to your offensive line. Debo said Brad is trash. What about Jimmy? <laughs> Brad is trash. Bradbury? What about yeah. Jimmy? Jimmy G? Jimmy Ward? Jimmy G? I don't know. You can tell NFL want more score just like NBA and FIFA. You for sure they do. It's all catered to the passing game. That's why you take advantage of it. There was no defense in this game last night. Purdy going hybrid out nine months. Can organization cater to Trey? Well, he hasn't decided yet. Can the organization cater to Trey? I mean, I don't know. We'll see. A lot, of the players, a lot of the players on the offense want to play 49er football, right? Which is not 11 on 11. I'm telling you, to run the zone read, you got to install the zone read. And I don't think certain players on the offense want to do it. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think they're bought in. OB149 says, like they say in real estate, location, location, location. It's QB, QB, QB. Stupid at Kyle Shanahan. Don't, I don't trust Kyle Shanahan to develop a quarterback. He will need an elite quarterback gifted. I mean, dude, Tom Brady could call him himself and say, I, yeah, I love what you're doing. Great coach. Love what you got. Can I come play for you? No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> passed on Brady. Passed on Hurts. Yeah. Passed on Mahomes. I mean, anyone who's won a Super Bowl last five years, Kyle was like, nah, not for me. Kirk. Chris Telerico says, gut the team this offseason. Trade your aging stars and Debo. Take your cap hits now. Keep B.A. Draft trenches. Let Trey start and take his lumps. Super Bowl show the Niners farther away from that sixth trophy than they think. Yeah, but they won't do that. Got a point there, Chris. I mean, it's dramatic, but it's it's something I've thought about. I don't know if I'm ready to just gut the team completely, but it's a good point. Will Tyler Croft ever get the smoke tart guy? Says official B.A. Music 88. No. No. No, he will not. To be fair, though, I don't. I feel like Jaquaski Tart dropped an uncontested pass. Mm-hmm. Like he was like a center fielder who let the ball hit him in the head. He pulled to Jose Canseco. Like Tyler Croft. I mean, Mike McGlinchey can't block Hassan Reddick, so I'm supposed to make fun of Tyler Croft because he couldn't block Hassan Reddick. Like that was a one-on-one matchup. He was supposed to win. Come on, in what world? And so I still I, go back. I still go back to when Tart dropped that interception. There's nine minutes left in the game. I, True. I, I don't know. I always feel like. I'm not big on the blame one play on the outcome of the game. There's nine minutes left. You know, score some points. All right. Last topic, and then we got to get out of here. We've we've sort of touched on this throughout the show, but I think we should drive the point home. After watching the Super Bowl, after watching Eagles score 35 and the Chiefs score 38, both put on some 
amazing display of offensive football from the trenches to the quarterback play to the skill position guys. What do you think? How do you think the Niners need to retool this offseason to win the Super Bowl? Win the Super Bowl. I mean, That's the goal. Just, just what we've been talking about and what everyone it's they just have to focus on the trenches 100% and they have to develop Trey Lance. Like, in my opinion, that's what and Kyle Shanahan needs to mature as a coach, but it has to start with the offensive line over the defensive line. In my opinion, offensive line is the most important thing. Then the defensive line. And then they got to develop Trey Lance to see what he can become. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't do those things, I don't see the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. I, I just I can't. I mean, maybe with Brock Purdy they can do it, but I just – I don't know, man. He doesn't strike me as an elite quarterback. He strikes me as a, a good quarterback. Uh, but it feels like in today's NFL you have to have an elite passing game. You have to be able to score quickly. Uh, and that's not what the 49ers do with the yards after the catch, short passing game. you got to be able to score quickly. you got to have a good offensive line. you got to have a good defensive line. That I mean, that's simple to me. And you're you're never going to really know what you have in any quarterback, Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, anyone, until you can protect him. Yes. You, you can, you're never going to know. And you're going to yeah. be like, well, Jimmy's injury prone. Is he? Now, after six years, I'm like, is Jimmy injury prone or is it something systemic with the Niners? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So the Niners have to figure this out. Uh, can you? And it's like, look, Trent Williams, great, but he's 35 and he's really expensive. So fine, you got him for now. Then you got Aaron Banks, solid left guard. Is he a good left guard? Maybe next year. Solid left guard. Center, you got to upgrade. Right guard, either Spencer Burford gets better or you got to upgrade. And then right tackle, got to upgrade. So that's three spots right there. Yeah. And if you, you got to find good starters at all three. Otherwise, your offensive line is just going to be meh, two yeah. meh minus. Yeah, and when it comes to coaching, man, like – I feel like Kyle Shanahan needs a quality control risk reward coach or a quality control hit up. I'll do it for free. I'll do it for free. No, I won't. Two million dollars a season. A quality control quarterback protection coach to audit all his plays. It has to be the priority protection, whether that's upgrading the offensive line or with scheme, whatever it is. We have to keep these quarterbacks healthy or we're never going to have a chance. It should be Steve Wilkes. Anytime he's installing his offense, Steve Wilkes should be in the room and as the defensive coordinator and be like, this right here, I, if I were on the other team, I would want you to call this. Please call this. If it, so he needs to look at, ask your top defensive guy to be on, be honest with me. And then listen to him. Listen yeah. to him. Yeah. That's that, enough that would be good. Comedy. Steve could do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. It. And again, people were saying like Andy Reid was blocking Hassan Reddick with his tight end. Yup. And a running back. It was a double team. And I know the Niners tried. I think they tried with the on the second on the second drive with Kittle came aground. Jawan Jennings missed it. It was supposed to be a double team, but still. But, but here's a, what what happened, right? What was the result? That's what drives me crazy when people bring yeah. this up. What was the result when the 49ers did it? Brock Purdy was knocked out. Devastation. Catastrophe. Right? Catastrophe. And they did it again. They did it again. And uh, Josh Johnson knocked out. Done. When the Chiefs did it. Patrick Mahomes doesn't get touched the entire game. So yeah. obviously it's not effective. It's a, it's a, what's the word? It's in, in inductive uh, reasoning, right? Yep. yep. It's, it's just like you see a small sample size, uh, therefore it would work for everybody else. Not, that's not how it works. Also, the Niners' logic doesn't hold up. They're like, it's a fluke injury. We didn't do anything wrong. There's no reason that Brock Purdy should have snapped his, his elbow. But they also say Brock should have stepped up in the pocket. So which is it? Because, I mean, he's in his eighth start. He lacks experience. He's never been against a pass rush like that. He had a tendency to stand back there and try to spin out. But Holmes isn't like that. So, which is it? He doesn't step up. He doesn't step up. Maybe he doesn't. Because he's little. It's not what he does. Little quarterbacks don't necessarily benefit from stepping up because they can't see. You got to get space. Really good coaches. Some coaches expect players to fit their scheme. Really good coaches design their scheme around the players they have. And that that's the difference. And that's what's so concerning to me about Kyle. Look at the players who fit his scheme on the offensive line and at quarterback. How can the ideal quarterback for your scheme be Mr. Irrelevant? And I know you got the most out of him and he's had a great story, but come on. That's the ideal. Kirk Cousins and Brock Purdy are the ideal quarterback. You don't, you don't want an athlete? 
You don't want an athlete. I mean, you, you, you acted like you did when you traded for Trey Lance, but I think you need an athlete at the quarterback position to win. You're really going to beat Patrick Mahomes with a non-athletic quarterback? I don't see it, man. Unless he's Peyton Manning 2.0, which you don't have. Even Drew Brees can get it done. Kyle seems like he's his. he really wants his Drew Brees. Dude, Drew Brees won one Super Bowl, and what did he ever? I mean, he wasn't going to beat Patrick Mahomes in his prime. You need better than that. You need better than Jalen Hurts, frankly. Hard to find. They need to look at what Trey Lance does well and design everything around that, right? Don't try to make him something that he's not. Just like you try to make Brock Purdy, uh, he'll step up in the pocket. No, he doesn't. He never has, right? Just like Trey Lance. Because if you wanted the super athlete, you should have drafted Justin Fields. Right. That's who he is. If that's what you wanted, because I don't think it is. We don't think it. You said it wasn't, right? You said you wanted to develop Trey the right way. Right? Okay, then do that. Run him sometime. But if you want to go, you know, balls to the wall zone read, that was Justin Fields. He's better at that than freaking Jalen Hurts. Dude, Best roll, roll Trey Lance out, man. Let him throw the deep ball or scramble outside the pocket. Please. That's what he Please. Needs. That's what he does well. Um, I'm going to get you out of here in a second. From what you saw yesterday, the Eagles saved the Niners from another embarrassing loss in the Super Bowl. I mean, the Eagles gave the Niners an embarrassing loss in the NFC Championship game, so I guess they saved them from that. Um, <laughs> sorry. I think that's why the Niners have been talking so much, because the, the loss was so embarrassing. Like It's like a first-round knockout. Uh, guys, in your opinion, what should Kyle focus on for the development of Trey Lance outside of protecting him? Uh, it's got to be—Lance knows it. He's got to do exactly what Jalen Hurts did, go to work with Quincy Avery, same coach, and fix that, right, that, that front leg thing. He's got to do it. If Jalen Hurts can do it, Trey can do it too. So I broke down Trey Lance's numbers by zone, like under 10 yards, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 plus. Trey Lance is by far better than Brock Purdy, 30 plus. He's actually not bad. Everyone says he, he can't make the short passes. He has 67.5%. Brock Purdy was yeah. 74%. That's without CMC, yeah. George Kittle. It's not the short. Right. It's, it's the mid-range, the 10 to 20 okay. yards. That's where Trey Lance really struggles. That's where Brock Purdy's better at right now. That's what Trey Lance needs to focus on that. 10 to 20 yard range. That's where he was at like 45% when Brock was at like 70. So it wasn't even close. Um, but Trey Lance was dominating deep. He was just as good short. It's that mid range where Trey Lance really needs to fine tune everything. Right. And I think that's to me, because the Niners with Brock and with Jimmy, their mid range passing game is over the middle. But with Trey, that's not what you want to do. He's more like Jalen Hurts, where the mid range passing game is toward the sideline. So mm-hmm. Kyle needs to adjust. Connie's with just that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Scorpion Killer Zero says, sorry if I'm late, but Smith had the same over-the-shoulder catch that was actually a drop versus the Niners, but this time the ref stopped the next play. Why? Well, I don't know. Maybe because they saw what happened in the Eagles game. Yeah. I mean, the replays weren't very good in that Eagles game. They weren't – like, I couldn't really tell from the original replay if it was a drop, but – I don't know. I know they made it a point of emphasis. I think uh, Roger Godell spoke about it in the coming week. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what a catch is anymore. I mean, Mike Pereira said he thought that was a catch, and they called it not a catch. I was like, all right. Well, can you guys figure out what a catch is and let me know? How, how am I supposed to have an opinion about it if Mike Pereira got it wrong after watching yeah. it eleven hundred times? Right. He got it wrong. Yeah, they need to find it better. Clearly, define it better. All right, that's the show. Thanks for watching. Don't know my schedule for the rest of the day or the week because it's the off season, but I'll, I'll figure it out, make it up as I go along. So stay on your toes. Ryan, thank you for coming on early today. Oh, my pleasure, man. Glad to be here. All right. See you guys.